Hi and welcome back to Aseret the Big Ten, learning the core values of Judaism from the Ten Commandments. This episode is about number one. I am the Lord your God who took you out of the land of Egypt from the house of bondage. And on a literal level, the Rambam Maimonides says, contained of in this statement is the mitzvah of imuna of faith. It's based on the Talmud that says we heard uh, 613 mitzvot from Moshe. That's actually the gematria, the numerical value of the word Torah. And um, we heard two from Hashem directly. Um, at Sinai, there's a um, discrepancy about this, but the the Talmud in Makkah says that God spoke the first two debrot, the two of the first commandments, and then the people turned around to Moses and said, this is too overwhelming, please let him speak to you, we, we believe. So um, the Talmud says that Torah is a taf, 400, vav, 6, resh, 200, hey, 5, 611, that's from Moshe. But two were from Hashem, and that's where we get the number of 613 mitzvot. What were the two from Hashem directly? I'm the Lord your God, and do not have any other gods before me. So says the Rambam, it must fit into the 613. That's a clear proof from the Talmud. And he says, what is the, what is the mitzvah of this statement? God saying, I am Hashem your God who took you out of the land of Egypt. doesn't seem to be commanding us anything. So he says, it's the mitzvah of Imuna. This is a, a statement of God presenting himself as almost his business card. And we are to have faith in that. That is our belief. Um, the Ramban Nachmanides says, that's the end of the verse. I am the Lord your God. And I took you out of Egypt. You just experienced me and what I do. And um, the Marala of Prague says, you know, we always mention over and over again in our prayers in Kiddush on a Friday night, to remember as a recall, we are doing something as a recall for leaving Egypt. And why is, what was that leaving Egypt? Pesach, Shavuot, Sukkot, the three festivals throughout the year. So he says, they point to the major elements of faith. Pesach, the actual, the the experience of leaving Egypt itself, the miracles and wonders that were done there, the crossing of the sea, there is a God who, Shavuot, he gave us a Torah. Sukkot, it wasn't a once. For 40 years, God um, took care of us in the desert. That's called in Hebrew, Hashgacha. Or in English, he rules, looks over the world. Of Jakob Weinberg, Zatzal used to say that the 13, the famous 13 principles of faith of the Rambam of, Na, of Maimonides, and they can all really, they can be broken down into these three major elements. There is a God, He gave us the Torah, and He rules the world. How do we live with this? What is what is the? How do we make this real? Of course, that's a an all um, encompassing idea. It's a very it's a very powerful idea. It has 
tremendous ramifications for our life. Let's try, and there are many ways to, to, to get into this. I'm going to take one particular path. Let's try to understand what does the word imuna mean? And um, what, 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 what does imuna mean? And what is the faith that we are meant to live with? And let's look at the Diber. Anoichi Hashem. God starts off by saying, I am, now in the Hebrew, Adonai. And the, this name of God, which is called the essential name of God, is so holy that we don't even say it the way that it's spelt with a Yud and a He and a Vav and a He. We, we, we say, Adonai, my master. But what does the word itself mean? If we look into the name, every name has meaning. And it comes from the word Hoveh. Haya, Hoveh, Veiyah. He was, he is, and he will be. And that is pointing to the fact that he is the only true existence and all other beings are dependent on his being meaning that in the in the parable of rabbi desla it's like a projector we're on the screen we we are experiencing life in its fullness and its existence but only because it's being projected there's a there's a, another energy allowing it and who's any that that's god so God is the, the Mahave. He is the one that brings into all existence. He is the only true existence and He brings everything else into existence. Let's look at Rashi, the famous commentator Rashi on the Chumash, on the Torah, in two places. Number one, in Bereshit, it's interesting. Bereshit bara elokim So In the beginning of the Torah, the first words say, in the beginning... God, and it uses the name for God, Elohim, which means God. God created the heavens and earth. And then later on, it says that um, these are the, right? Beyom Asais Hashem Adonai Elohim Eretz These are the chronicles of the, the, that, the world that Hashem, God, made the world. And that means like this, very simply, God is a generic term. God means a um, all-powerful and all-authoritative figure, the source of all power and authority. Who is our God? Who did we come to recognize? What is His name? What is our God's name? Many peoples around the world have a God. What is the Jewish God's name? Hashem, Adonai. And... Um, Says Rashi, why didn't the Torah start off by saying, these are the, in the beginning, Adonai, Hashem created the world. Why do we say God, a, a, a undefined term? So Rashi explains that the names of God carry, carry character to them. They have meaning. Hashem, Adonai means chesed, rachamim. God is merciful. Elohim is a God of law. In the beginning, God created the world based on law, the laws of nature and the laws of spirituality. But he saw that the world could not survive just on law. It must have mercy. So he added to it what's called Midat Harachimim, the attribute of mercy, with the name Hashem. So it comes out from that Rashi that the name of God 
this name, Anichi Hashem, as we're starting off our Diber, I am the Lord your God. The Lord, Hashem, means Rachamim, merciful, Chesed, which means loving kindness, says the Ramchal of Moshe Chaim Lutzata, the great 16th century Italian sage, this recognizes that Hashem's goal in creating and mastering over all is to do kindness, specifically to share of His good with others. That is God's intention in creating this world. God created this world in order to do chesed, in order to do a kindness, in order to benefit others. We are the recipients. Obviously, somewhat in this world, but really the place for that is the world to come. Let's go forward now to Pasha's Ve'era, where Moses has just gone to Pharaoh and said, let my people go, and Pharaoh laughs at him, and he makes the life of the Jews terrible after that. And God, Moses turns around to God and says, why did you send me to Pharaoh? And God answers, you know, Moses, I appear to Abraham, Isaac, and, yeah, and Jacob, and in, with my name El Shaddai, I never made my name Hashem known to them. So what does it mean that um, Abraham and, and Isaac and Jacob, they never knew Hashem? Of course they knew Hashem. So says Rashi, no. What they never experienced was my true nature. That's what God is telling Moses. Yes, they knew me well. I knew them very well. But they never experienced my true nature. And what is that? That I fulfill my promises. Shalea Nikrishmi Hashem says Rashi, my name Hashem Neman Amistavarai. That is a name which tells me that 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 means I am faithful. So when God took us out of Egypt, after doing everything that He did, and He he now appears to us on Sinai 50 days later, and He says, Anoichi Hashem, you have just experienced what the forefathers, what Abraham, Isaac, Jacob never experienced, but I promised them, and now I am fulfilling. This is a fulfillment of my promise. And what is the ultimate promise that God made to Abraham? It says, Lech lecha, Abraham, go, leave your place. I'll make you into a great nation. I will bless you. I'll make your name great. And you will be a blessing to others. To the nation later on, time and again, Moses, really in his last, in the book of Deuteronomy, which is really Moses' last speech to the people, Moses time and again wants to tell the people, God has promised you, God has promised you, if you obey the laws and observe them carefully, then Hashem your God will maintain faithfully for you the covenant that He made, an oath with your forefathers. And He will favor you and bless you and multiply you. He will bless the issue of your womb and the produce of your soil, your new grain, the wine and the oil, the carving of your herd and the lambing of your flock in the land that He swore to your fathers to assign to you. 
should be blessed above all other peoples. There should be no sterile male or female among you, among your livestock. The Lord will ward off from you all sickness. He will not bring upon you any of the dreadful diseases of Egypt about which you know, but will inflict them upon your enemies. Who is Hashem, our God? He is Hashem is the one that has promised and is faithful to fulfill His promise to do kindness with us. We are on that path. Now you might ask two major questions. Number one, is God involved in every aspect of my life? And number two, is if God promised to do such kindness with us, how come Jewish people have suffered so severely through history? The answer to the first que- the answer to both these questions is, I think, not simple, but I think profound. And there, I think there are many answers to this. Question number one: To what degree is God involved in your life? The way I understand it, whether you want to see things as natural or, or miraculous, it really doesn't matter. You are, we are living in the world that God created perfectly. There is nothing missing in God's creation. He created it perfectly and ordered it in a way that it works perfectly. And we have, of course, free will. And when we make decisions, there are consequences. And once again, if you want to look at them as natural or as somehow supernatural, it really doesn't matter. It's all happening because, yes, God either wants it to happen, or you could say God is allowing it to happen, because ultimately this will fulfill God's will to do the ultimate chesed, to do the ulti- to do that which He created us for, to bestow loving kindness, blessing, bracha upon us. Why have we, the Jewish people, who God seems to single out and say, I'll bless you more than any other people, why have we suffered so much? Well, that is also part of the promise. That God says, but if you do not follow in my ways, I'm giving you the path. God says to us I'm in the Torah, I'm giving you the path that if you follow down that path, things will go well for you. But if you do not follow that path, it will not go well for you. And that, unfortunately, is the reason for Jewish suffering. We haven't followed down God's path. But in the end, we have to know that wherever we land up, God's covenant is with us. No matter where you'll be in the nations that I send you, God says, I will never be so distant as to undo my covenant with you. So the imuna, the faith that we have is we are living in God's world. He has given us a Torah, which is a guidance for life, the path that we should follow and the path that we should not follow. And God is constantly involved, interested, 
and guiding history, both in a general sense and a specific sense, an individual sense. And that is the, the, the core value, this, this shaping of Jewish identity with these words, Anichi Hashem, I am Hashem, who took you out of Egypt. Where else do we find imuna and chesed, belief and kindness? We find it with Abraham. Abraham, on the one hand, is known as the one who invented, as it were, monotheism. And on the other hand, the one who was a humanist and kind and had his tent open on four sides for everyone to enter and he prayed for the people of Sodom. And what is the connection? Once again, imuna, faith, to be faithful, and chesed, to be kind, is because Abraham Avinu, Abraham, when he found God, found himself. He realized that he was also, he was in this image of God. And just like God is out to do chesed, his mission is to do loving kindness, so to Abraham said, that must be mine too. And that resonated, and that's how what he devoted his life to. And this happened on a national level too. When the, when, when the Jews are leaving Egypt, and they go through the sea, and they experience God in a way that they'd never experienced God before, and they say, Ze Eli va'anvehu. And it's a, it's a verse part of the, the, the song of the sea, it's called, and it's very hard to translate. And it, it literally translates to, this is my God and I will beautify him. But the, the Talmud says this word, va'anvehu, is made up of two words, va'anivahu, and I and him. This is my God and I will be like him. When you truly come to know God, you truly come to want to be like him, which is to be a loving, a person of loving kindness who wants to bestow good upon others. And that's part of this core value. Living with God does not just mean having faith in God, knowing that God is there, knowing that he's looking over us, knowing that He gave us the path of the Torah, but it's specifically being like Him, looking at the world around us, looking at, thinking through this, these concepts about creation for the sake of mankind and us being the ultimate recipients of that. And this beautiful world that God created and, and the chachma, the, the intelligence and the, the, the intricate details of of this world created for our good and deciding to be like that, to becoming a Baal Chesed, becoming, as it were, I am the Lord your God who took you out of the land of Egypt from the house of slavery. I am the Lord your God. I want, I am your role model. And what did I do? I saw persecuted people and I came to save you. Be like that. God role modeled his behavior. And it's fascinating. The, as we've discussed in the introduction, many of the 
commentators ex try to delineate the 613 mitzvot into the Ten Commandments. Where do you put all the mitzvot to do with what's called chesed, loving kindness, charity, the mitzvah of kindness to the needy, the mitzvah of mercy for widows and orphans, the mitzvah for, to be gracious, the, the mitzvah to avoid revenge, the mitzvah of ahavtarech and converts. Where do you, where do we put these? That you should love people. And the Rambam, Maimonides had a son, Rabbi Avraham ben Harambam. And where did he put them? He said, they are all here. They are all contained in Anoichi Hashem Elokecha Shotzi I am the Lord your God who took you out of Egypt. And that's this core value. We have a God. He is our role model. And just like He is devoted to doing loving kindness, so too we should be devoted to doing loving kindness. Thank you for listening.